Body Armor brings you our Senior Spotlight, where we have C.J. Petrin from Notre Dame joining us. C.J., how are you this afternoon? I'm doing good. Man, appreciate your time. We're excited to uh, chat with you and get to know you a little bit. So uh, talk about uh, just your experience at Notre Dame. First of all, uh, have you enjoyed that uh, time there with the Fighting Irish? I have. Uh, all four years have been pretty well for me. Um, I just really love the experience and all the new people that I've met, all the all the new uh, all the new teachers. Uh, to me, it's a pretty good school. It's a very good school. Uh, so you are a state champion bowler, but we'll get to that in just a second. What sports did you grow grow up playing? Did you try all of them or what? So back in middle school, uh, I started with bowling, football, and basketball. And I played football from third grade to eighth grade. And I played basketball from fourth grade to eighth grade. And bowling I've been I've stuck with since I was uh, about a year and a half old. <laughs> been doing that a while, right? Yeah, so yes, I would assume bowling is your favorite sport, or is it just the fact that you're better at bowling and you have possibly more opportunities in the future with bowling? Uh, bowling came along with me. Uh, I've been in the bowling alley for quite a while. Uh, my parents have been in a league, and they just brought me with them, even though I couldn't bowl at the time. Uh, but, yeah, I just stuck with it um, just because it's a, really a non-injury sport. So, and I could do it for a long time. It's true. It's true. So your parents had you in the bowling alley from birth, basically. Yeah, yeah they were in a league, and uh, just pretty much, and pretty much grew on to me uh, after a while. Because once I was like, when I was five years old, I was in my old house's hallway, just rolling a little plastic <laughs> plastic ball at some two liter empty two liter bottles, and it just. Um, once I got bigger, I could actually throw a normal bowling ball at some actual pins. All right, so let's get down to it. We all we've all been to the bowling alley just uh, during the weekend or something, and we see some pretty awful swings, right? Some some pretty awful throws. Uh, so what's and most of those were from me. Uh, so what <laughs> what is the most important part of? And I don't know if there's a, a technical term you call it on your delivery, but what's the most important important part of that throw? Um, is it is it feet, is it footwork? Is it uh, uh, you know your ar- straight arm, arm yeah. swing? Uh, to really, it's a straight arm swing. Everyone has a different foot approach, and everyone has a different arm swing. But normally, when you can keep your arm going back and forth just in a straight line, you n- tend to have better success. All right, this is fascinating to me. I got another question about that. So. You know, you see all the professional gol- gol- golfers, professional bowlers. Well, they golfers do it too, uh, with the, with the spin on the bowling ball. They almost kind of flick it, you know, uh, as they throw it. Why why do that when you can just roll it straight? I mean, I know you can get a little bit more movement that way, but why not just roll it straight down the the lane? And is that the windshield wiper method or yeah. something? You know, um, tend to if you spin the ball normally, it. Uh, once it hits the pins, it tends to give you a better uh, pin action, ah, okay. meaning the pins will fall down a little bit easier. But sometimes you can get unlucky, too, if you release it the wrong way. Yeah, I've seen that happen before, too. I, I try, I've tried it a number of times. I'm just I'm terrible. I can't get it. <laughs> you got to have practice. I guess so, man. You got to grow up in the bowling alley. <laughs> I need a lot of practice. So, CJ, your parents, Chris and Kelly Petrin, uh, uh, you know, took you to the bowling alley, and you, you grew up in the bowling alley. 
but it's paid off because uh, your salt what your sophomore and junior year, you guys won the team state title in bowling at Notre Dame, and you were Mister Bowler Tennessee. Yeah, um, it was pretty exciting uh, to me. Honestly, it's better than winning just the individual title because seeing all the other kids grow into what they've become since the first year they started. It's it's pretty it's pretty amazing to me just to see that they're actually learning and wanting to get better and wanting to succeed with a sport that no one really enjoys. So with the bowling team, is there conditioning or is it? I mean, what do you guys work on? Curls, curls. Um, normally, it's our spare shooting because uh, if you're left-handed or if you're right-handed, the left-handed people have sometimes a little bit of trouble with their seven pins. Right-handed people have sometimes trouble with their ten pins. And normally you can work on that, or you can work on a different single pin spare or a multi spin, uh, multi pin spare shot, just to improve or get a little bit better than what you normally are. Did you see the video on the seven ten split a couple weeks ago that was on television? I did. That was that was pretty cool. I actually know him because uh, back at one of the tournaments, he was on my pair. Nice. Me and, me and him talked for a little bit. That's awesome, man. That's super cool. I, I've I've had a couple of those. I've hit a couple of those quake. I know that doesn't mean anything to you or uh, anybody really, right, but right. Uh, I feel good about it. <laughs> I don't believe you one bit, not to be honest <laughs> with you. So you you were Mr. Bowler Tennessee last year. You guys won the team title as sophomore your sophomore and junior year, and then you won the individual title your senior year back in January, correct? Yes, sir. So you are still up for Mr. Bowler twenty twenty one, Mr. Bowler Tennessee. I am. Uh the decision will be made. On Sunday at 11, 12 Eastern. Okay, nice. Well, uh, good luck with that, man. I'd look, awesome. love to see you get it. So what's your future plans? Do they involve bowling? What do you got? Uh, where are you going after high school? Uh, yeah, I got a uh, scholarship to Oklahoma Christian University for bowling, and um, I really well, I hope I do good there. Uh, I'm pretty sure I went to the school, visited uh, back in November, and then over spring break I also did. And uh, practicing with the team, I think, gets me uh, – I feel a little bit more excited than just going in there with just not knowing anybody. Oh, sure. you got to have relationships. And it's it's amazing, too, with how much the sport has grown at the high school level. Oh. Uh, we're talking bowling and fishing. You know, we see so many fishing teams now. Uh, it's it's pretty fun to watch. I mean, seeing uh, – having these opportunities with a scholarship, and, you know, and being able to take that, that love for the game to the next level has is, is got to feel pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely better for me just to see how long I've come um, over the years. My mom got me a personal coach uh, when I was eight, I believe, uh, David McGowan. Uh, he's he's really helped me out a lot. Um, so I really want to thank him a lot, too, because uh, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be here today. And go, go ahead and co- uh, thank your coaches at, at Notre Dame while you're doing that uh, for, for David McGowan. Yeah, uh, Coach Nancy Fox was here from my freshman year to junior year. Um, and then Coach Mr. Newell, um, he was here all four years, so they really kind of helped the program still be here today. And also Coach Mike Ransom, he's the one that helped everyone improve their game a lot too. Awesome. So what are your what do you plan to major in when you get to Oklahoma Christian? Uh, I plan on making uh, going into the business field because I want to run my own bowling alley just so I can keep it down or keep it going and uh, also bring down a tradition that's up north with duck pin and candle pin bowling. Now, explain. Now, what was that again? What's it called? What kind of bowling? Uh, there's duck pin and candle pin bowling. It's different types of bowling. Um, 
it's different from your traditional 10 pin bowling when you get just two rolls and candle pin and duck pin you actually get three rolls because it's a little bit harder it's not as big as a normal bowling ball it's like it's a couple pounds and some something ounces but uh candle pin they're like little sticks that weigh a little bit less and duck pin they're like a shorter version of a 10 pin uh, like a regular bowling pin interesting like inversion so to to own your own bowling alley, maybe maybe Joe can get some lessons when you get uh, when you get. To that I, I need them, brother. I need them. <laughs> and it's it's funny too because you know I know I have a friend who can really sling it. He can sling it, and it seems like, uh, I mean, this is a no brainer. But the the speed helps out a lot. And you know, what's when you're approaching a seven ten split, what are you trying to do? For those of us out there who are terrible and. And want to impress some people when we're out at the bowling alley. How, how do we approach that seven ten split if it ever comes up? You just have to try and hope your best just to get one of them and hope it bounces. To be honest, that's um, that's the advice I normally, give. <laughs> normally, when you're on a uh, like two lanes, if you're on the left lane and you leave a seven ten, you want to normally hit the left the left pin, the seven pin, because the wall on that side is a little bit more bouncier than the one on the right side. Uh-huh. And if you're on a vice versa, you want to hit the one on the right side. Because it'll have a higher chance of bouncing. Now that's the type of information I don't get. That's I, the I finally insight. got it. See? Thank you, man. You finally Thank got you. an expert on the phone here. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Uh, you also CJ played golf at Notre Dame too. Talk about that experience a little bit. Yeah. Um, so once I got to high school, uh, I kind of gave up football because I just liked it. You know, when you get to high school, you got to love a sport to continue it. So uh, I picked up golf, and I feel like it was a great decision for me. Um, Coach Mike Jenkins was our coach and uh terry roberts they both helped me out a lot with my golf game because my golf game went from averaging 55 on nine to uh around 47 so eight strokes was pretty good for me that's very good man that's very good uh so your favorite sports moment uh just during your career there at notre dame uh so i picked up tennis my sophomore year and i'm still doing it today as a matter of fact i actually have a match today oh Um, well good luck um, yeah, but uh, golf, bowling, and tennis were the main sports that I ended up doing at um, Notre Dame. So, and you mentioned that the, the your favorite moment was the team winning uh, because you all got to celebrate together and then watching teammates grow in the sport. You already mentioned that, right? So your junior year when you, when the team won it all, that's probably your favorite moment. Yeah, most definitely. Just to see everyone everyone getting active in it, uh, even though some people couldn't make it because they had other things to do. Uh, just experiencing it with a bunch of teammates is probably the greatest thing in sports. That's awesome. How about your favorite teacher during your uh, time at Notre Dame? Uh, she retired last year, but it was my geometry teacher sophomore year, uh, Miss Fisher, because uh, she was always there to help anyone and everyone getting there early in the morning, staying late afternoons, just to make sure people can uh, succeed in life. That's fantastic, man. And you're going to succeed in life, too. That's, no doubt about that. you got a bright future and just a, a, a real passion for the sport of bowling, which I think is very respectable right. and very cool. So if you could meet any athletes out there today, who would it be? Any sport? Mm, any? Mm. I know, Probably that's Tom t- Brady. That's not a bad one. <laughs> that's not a bad one. Some people call him the GOAT, so that's not too bad. What about yeah, Pete? What about Pete Weber from the bowling? Or one oh, yeah, of those? definitely Pete Weber. He, he brings he brings the excitement to bowling. Uh, even though he retired just this uh, like about a month ago from the regular tour, he's still competing out there on the PBA 50 tour. But um, 
yeah, he, he would definitely be a, a nice idol to meet. He kind of brought that rock star status a little bit, didn't he? He did, yeah. The swag, the, the attitude. Yeah, that and the excitement. The excitement, all of it. Well, man, C.J. Petron, congratulations on uh, that scholarship that you signed in the spring to uh, go and bowl for the University of Oklahoma Christian. And uh, good luck in the business major, and hopefully we'll be able to come uh, uh, roll some bowling balls at your bowling alley one day in the future. Yes, sir. And next Thank time, you very much. Yeah, next time I hit that 7-10 split, I'm going to give you all the credit, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks, C.J. Thanks, C.J. We appreciate the time, man. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Continued success to C.J. Petron. A big thank you to his dad, Chris, and his mom, Kelly. And, uh, of course, um, all his coaches, which you mentioned, David McGowan, Nancy Fox, Chuck Newell, and, of course, Sir Michael Jenkins, yes. who was, uh, nominated him for our senior spotlight. And uh, we appreciate Mike doing See, that. And what a good kid. 